Because of the dog's joyfulness, our own is increased. It is no small gift. It is not the least reason why we should honor as well as love the dog of our own life and the dog down the street and all the dogs not yet born. What would the world be like without music or rivers or the green and tender grass? What would this world be like without dogs? And with this quote from Mary Oliver, the author of the book Dog Songs, we get started with episode 8 of Going Meta. Today we're going to talk about dog training and just dogs in general. And right away I have to say, I never experienced more honest love than from a dog. You can be sure that a dog really likes you if he shows the corresponding behavior. Dogs simply don't fake or pretend. I personally don't own a dog, although I want to someday, if time permits it, but my parents always had one and the last one they got, I spent a lot of time raising him, whenever my mother wasn't able to or, for example, away on vacation. And in those periods, I went through all types of emotions, from frustration to incredible amounts of satisfaction. My family always had Labradors. First we had a yellow one, then a brown one, and they were both just like all the Labradors in this world. Super friendly, super patient, and also just kind of lazy. But the dog my parents have right now is a black Labrador mixed with a Border Collie. And it's incredible how much you can sense the other breed in him. His name is Odin and he is just so full of energy. You can literally play fetch with him all day and he still won't get tired. And just like with everything that has a lot of energy, he isn't easy to handle. He will try to run towards other dogs to exude masculine behavior or will greet other people by energetically jumping up on them. So taking him on a walk takes a lot of focus and energy to constantly examine his behavior and react appropriately to it. But you can just really feel how he is just as eager to learn and do tricks as you are in teaching him. I would say that he is probably the smartest dog we ever had. And just as fun as training him is, he is a real project and you are really glad when finally at the end of the day, after taking him for the last walk of the day, you can lay down on the couch for a bit. In general, what I love about dogs is that I think dogs are simply more honest than people. Or as Mark Twain put it, the more I learn about people, the more I like my dog. And I'm sure he didn't mean it with 100% sincerity, but still there is something to this quote. Also, dogs are probably the most loyal beings on this earth. Take stories like the Hachiko story, for example, or countless other stories similar to that. Or just go watch some videos of soldiers coming home after their deployment and how their dogs just get overwhelmed with joy. You could go as far as to ask the question of what we humans have done to deserve dogs. They are just so good-hearted. Whenever I have a bad day, I know that there is this one thing that will definitely cheer me up no matter what. Petting a dog. The love they give you back just instantly makes your day matter. 
And I can really say, treat a dog right and you will have a friend for life. And it's funny because I like that you don't actually need to talk a lot to your dog, but still in a way communicate. What I realized though is that in the recent years there has been a problem with dogs, or rather with the owners of dogs. I see this far too often these days that people are neglecting their dogs and the training of them. It's probably because they act too rashly and out of an effort-based situation because they think dogs are cute or they see it as sort of a status symbol and will buy one without thinking about the consequences. It's like this. Move to the suburbs, have some kids and then get a dog. Or it's just like that new technological invention and you just have to have it because everyone else has one. But most of these people don't realize that dogs take a lot of work. They are not a stuffed toy. You can't just expect them to busy and take care of themselves. You have to take the time to raise them. And I would even go as far as saying that you are obligated to put up a dog that is social and gets along with other dogs and other people. A dog really shouldn't suffer simply because you wanted to fulfill your material needs. And that is also exactly the reason why I don't have a dog right now. Although I love them so much. Right now I work full time and live in a shared apartment in the middle of the city. I just couldn't guarantee that I would find the proper amount of time it would take to take care of a dog and it also wouldn't be a happy life for him living in a city without a lot of nature around. But nonetheless, if you're willing to put the work in and are aware of the incredible journey this will be and you are ready to make the commitment. Having a dog can be one of the most rewarding experiences of one's life. So again, it's that time of the podcast where we go meta and analyze the topic on another level. While writing this episode of the podcast, I had to think of this saying, I don't need a guru, I have my dog. Because training your dog just teaches you a lot about yourself in the whole process. I think that we underestimate dogs too often. They are capable of such great achievements. Take bomb and man trading dogs, for example. And way too often a dog gets blamed for acting in a wrong manner, like for example, biting someone. But in this situation, the only one to blame is actually the owner. He just failed in training the dog correctly. The source is always on the other end of the leash. And on that same notion, I think that your attitude will transmit to your dog through your leash. If you are nervous and anxious, your dog will definitely feel that and be nervous and anxious too. Nonetheless, training a dog successfully will definitely make you appreciate him more. You will develop a mutual respect and cherish each other's presence. It feels really good to have your dog come to you for cuddles at the end of the day even though you trained him with a strict hand. You will definitely have moments when it's hard and they aren't listening to you. And in these moments, you might have the desire to lash out at them and get angry. But the thing is that you simply have to reach a certain balance where you're not forcing too much, but also not taking things too loosely. Just like everything in life that is worth acquiring, training dogs takes time and effort. Again, only going through the struggle will make you realize the true worth of the result. And if you've listened to the other episodes of this podcast, you might have realized that I always come back to this principle. 
and it's because it's just so damn important. Only going through the struggle will make you realize the true worth of the thing you struggle to acquire. Also, sometimes dogs seem to understand certain things better than humans. And it might be because we've lost our connection to our instincts, so dogs will often sense it better if something isn't feeling right. The biggest thing training a dog will probably teach you is patience. In order for a dog to learn something, you have to repeatedly go through the motions. And you have to reward them every time they do something right, instead of punishing them for doing something wrong. Take the example of B.F. Skinner here. He was so persistent in training rats that he actually got them to absolve a parkour to climb ladders and do all sorts of tricks. And he was only able to do that by rewarding right behavior and not punishing wrong behavior and besides that just being incredibly patient. And this thing even shows you how we should treat other people. Instead of complaining each time the other person does something wrong or something we don't like, we need to patiently wait for them to do something the way we'd like them to do it and then reward and confirm that behavior. When spending time with a the dog, there are these moments where you can clearly sense the wolf in him, especially when it comes to things like being the alpha male in the pack. It's things like making the dog wait for your command to start eating or you being the first one entering the house after taking them for a walk. You have to let them know that you are the boss or otherwise they will behave as they would like to. You can't be too soft, you have to persist and not give in to their cuteness. Although, of course, that is really hard sometimes. Training dogs really hits the sweet spot between something being too simple and too complex. It's just the right balance. It's tough, but worth it. It is very rewarding. And I think it makes you get in touch with your primitive side again. And you might think that dogs speak a more primitive language than humans. And that might be true, but nonetheless this language is complex in its own ways. So for example, you don't actually have to watch what you're saying, but how you're saying it and how you act while saying it. So for example, what is the tone of your voice or what is the volume of your voice? Now in my life I didn't have all the types of pets there are, for example I've never owned a cat or a bird, so I can only apply this insight to my own experience. But neither with the guinea pigs I had, nor with the turtle my brother once owned, have I had such a connection as to the dogs our family owned. I think it simply goes back to the days of our forefathers when, once upon a time, wolves and men decided to share their food and cooperate to become more efficient at hunting and surviving and to support each other. When I sit on the couch and our dog Odin is laying on his back beside me, stretching out all of his legs, I can't help but think about the fantasy that maybe a couple of thousands of years ago, some forefather of me and some forefather of him used to roam the lands together, stalking for prey and sharing our food, the ultimate sign of respect and companionship. And with that, we are closing episode 8 of Going Meta. As always, I hope you had a good time listening to this and feel free to share any feedback or questions you have with me. 
In the next episode, we will be talking about gardening. So thanks again for listening, and I hope you tune in next time to Going Meta with me, Pear. Thank you.